This week I'd like to continue into our exploration of core data. Specifically, I'd like to import a list of data from an external API and save it in a core data database. So to perform this import process, we're going to leverage a few CocoaPods. So I've got these in here, AF Networking, JSON Kit, and MB Progress Hub. And I'm going to be consuming an API on my machine. Here I have a Rails app that serves breweries. And I can type it out here and you can see what this looks like. So this is listing off a lot of breweries in our database. So last time we had the same model in place, except we only had a few properties for our brewery model. I'm going to go ahead and mimic this structure here in our core data model. Now to do this, I'm going to go into our data model folder, open up our data model here, and we actually have to create a model version. Anytime you make a non-trivial change to your core data model, you're going to want to go over here to Editor, Add Model Version. Click Finish, and you'll notice that it renamed the old one to the number 2, and it set the new one to be beers.exe data model. And there's a green check mark by the active one. Now make sure that you're always editing the active one, and you continue to add model versions as you add new features. For most uh, trivial changes, an automatic migration is possible meaning that core data will automatically issue change scripts to your SQLite database and migrate the data over. So on our brewery model, I want to add in all of those additional attributes that we had. And now you can see I have additional properties on our core data model for the entity brewery. But if you remember from last time, we used mode generator to generate these files. And I want to have all of these new properties in that file. What we did last time, where we ran the script one time, really won't work in a long-term solution. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to our project here, click on our target, and go to Build Phases, and we're going to add a new build phase here, a Run Script build phase. If we double-click here, we'll say Run Mode Generator, and I'm going to paste in a script here. This script will look inside of our models directory for a data model package. It will pick out the current version using a program called plistBuddy, which can be used to pull values out of plists. And then finally, it'll run mode generator. And if you remember last time, I had an issue with this argument here using the arc template. I got it to work by putting it as the first argument to this command. So it doesn't like it if it's on the end like this. It needs to be on the beginning. Once I did that, uh, the errors I had in the previous template went away and I was able to get an arc template working. So this will output our new models in there. So if we take a look at our brewery.h file and run the build with that mode generator script, we should see here that we have a new uh, version generated for us automatically. Now if we hit build again, uh, nothing is actually going to uh, get regenerated because the model didn't change. So mode generator will take a look and see if the model changes and it will generate the file if it needs to. So the last thing we need to do for these files is go to our build phases and under compile sources we need to remove the dash no objective C arc flags here because we are now using arc for these as well. Next we're going to go into our master view controller and we're going to write in some code here that, is, that will allow us to fetch the contents uh, from this service. Now, once we have a refresh button, that will call the refresh method when it gets tapped. And here we're going to paste in some code that is going to issue our request. 
But before we can do that, we'd like to show a little loading indicator. So I'm going to go up here to the top, and we don't need that IVAR. So here I want an MB progress HUD. We'll call it HUD. We'll go ahead and set the title of this view controller to breweries. And now back in our refresh method, we want to check to see if we uh, don't have a HUD yet, then we can create one. MB progress HUD alloc init with view self.view. Okay, we're going to go ahead and set the mode of this to progress HUD mode uh, indeterminate, which will give us a spinner. And we can set the label text to fetching. Once we've done that, we can add it to our view. And we can kick off a network request to fetch all of these. Okay, so most of this is a review from what we've done in the past. We've got an NSURL, an NSURL request. We're building up a JSON request operation. And on success, we're calling this method, which doesn't exist yet. And on error, we're calling this method, which doesn't exist yet. So let's go ahead and add those two methods. First, starting with display error, we will simply we will simply show an alert view. Now that we have that, we'll write our parse method. Inside of our parse breweries method, we have now a parsed JSON object that we can use, except we're now going to insert or update this data into a core data database. And to do that, we need to do this work on a background thread. So I'm going to start off by calling dispatch async. And for that, we're going to get a queue. You can use a global queue, use dispatch, queue, priority, and you can pick one of these priorities. Uh, we'll go ahead and say hi. For the flags, we'll use zero. And before we fork off to a background thread, I want to update the HUD to change the mode to MB progress HUD mode determinant. And then we're going to set the progress to zero. And we can set the uh, label text to importing. Now at this point, I want to make sure that we actually got some data. So I'm just going to log this out. And two last things we need to do. Uh, we need to go ahead and start the HUD. And we need to start the operation. So let's go ahead and run that. can see that we're fetching and then all of a sudden we're importing and we look over here we can see there are 1412 breweries okay I am gonna get rid of this edit button here on the left because we don't need that so in our parse breweries method we're going to uh, calculate the progress that we're getting so we, we want to have an NS integer for the total records which equals the breweries count and then the current record. Then we're going to loop over each dictionary in the array. Now for each dictionary, we're going to be fetching the server ID of the item and checking to see if this already exists or not. Now to do this, we need to have an NS managed object context ready for any kind of data access work that's going to be happening on this queue or on this background thread. So I'm going to go ahead and create an NS managed object context. 
and then we're going to uh, use the persistent, we're going to set the persistent store coordinator to our beers data model, shared model, persistent store coordinator. Now we have a context that we can use to work with. And instead of writing all of this code in here, I want to create a method on the brewery to determine whether or not this object exists or not. So let's go ahead and do that now. For brewery.h, we're going to add a method that will return a single brewery, brewery with server ID. So we're actually going to need a managed object context for this, so we're going to say using managed object context and we'll call that mock. Now here in the implementation we're going to use that managed object context in combination with an nsfetch request. Now we just realized we need to make this a class method so let's go ahead and do that. Now the fetch request needs a predicate, which is basically a where clause. So we're going to set the predicate to nspredicate, predicate with format, and we're going to give it a string, and this is basically server ID equals percent %d for our passed in server ID. We're going to set the fetch limit to one because we expect only one entity. We can use this managed object context to execute that fetch request returning a list of results. But with everything in, it, in core data, we actually need to pull out an error parameter just in case something goes wrong. Our results will go in an array here and we'll then say mock execute fetch request and then pass in the address of that error pointer. So if the error points to something, then we have a problem and let's just go ahead and log that and I'm going to log two parts of the error. First, the localized description, which in core data is generally something useless, but it will have a user info dictionary with um, subsequent error messages because it likes to wrap things up. And if that happens, I'm just going to exit because uh, there's really nothing I can do here. If the results are empty, then we're just going to return nil. Otherwise, we'll return results object at index zero. So now we have some code here that is going to uh, return a single brewery with that server ID. So back in our view controller here, we're going to check for a brewery. Brewery with server ID, let's go ahead and pull that out. Server ID is equal to the dictionary, object for key, server ID. In fact, in our JSON dictionary, it's just ID. And we're gonna call int value on that to get back an integer. We'll pass that in and using manage object context, our threads context. So if the brewery is nil, then we need to initialize it into this manage object context like that. So it'll be a new one. Now at this point we have either an existing brewery or a new one and we need to update the attributes from that dictionary. So I like to call that update attributes and give it the dictionary. So we of course need to write that so let's go back to our brewery class and we'll create an instance method called update attributes. 
passing in and in this dictionary of attributes. Now at this point we're going to write some code uh, like this where we're going to say self.address1 equals attributes object for key address1. Now if this is null, the JSON get serializer that we're using will actually convert this value to an NS null, which is an object representing null, and core data doesn't like that. So what I'd like to do is have a method on NS dictionary called object for key or nil, which will check for this case. So we can do that by adding a new file. We'll choose Coco Touch and Objective C category. For the name, we'll just say object for key or nil. And it will be a category on NS dictionary. And for the implementation of that, we have our implementation here, which checks to see if this is equal to NS null null. And if so, it'll return nil instead. So now we can just import that category header here. And now we can call that as if it existed on that class. So I'm going to paste in the remaining properties here. And now that we have that method written, we can safely call brewery update attributes. And now we can consider this record process. So we're going to call current record plus plus. And at this point, uh, we are ready to update the UI to report the percentage that were completed. But we're on a background thread. So in order to do this, we have to jump back over to the main thread. And we can do that by using dispatch async again. And this time we're going to call dispatch get uh, main queue. And for the block here, we're going to uh, calculate our percentage and then uh, set the progress of our HUD to that percent. Okay, so at this point we've parsed the object, we're reporting the progress. When we get to the very end of this array, we've processed all the objects, but we need to save it. So let's go ahead and capture an error pointer and we will call context save and passing in the address of that pointer. Now again, that context save will return a boolean of whether or not it succeeded. So let's go ahead and wrap up the, uh, the case in which it succeeds here. And if it doesn't, then we have an error to deal with. Let's go ahead and log it out. Now in the case of our uh, success here, we're ready to um, dispatch again on the main thread. And we're ready to say that we're done. So if we did this correctly, we'll actually see all of the records being uh, inserted into the database here. So let's go ahead and run this. We click the refresh button fetches the records and you can see it's importing all this data. Okay, and you can see there at the end, it took a little bit to go from 100% to actually saying done and that's because the save is actually a commit. That whole thing was transactional. And if we had uh, received an error, all of that would have been rolled back. So next we need to actually load up uh, the content from the database and render it in the table view. 
Now to do that, we're going to use a uh, fetched results controller. So let's go back into our master view controller. And we're going to set up a, an IVAR here called NS fetched results controller. Here in our view to load, we need to go ahead and uh, load the breweries to whatever existed in the database first. So let's go ahead and write that method. Now here we're going to initialize our fetch results controller with a fetch request. So we're going to create our fetch request first. For our fetch request, we're going to set a few properties on here. Uh, first is setting the, the properties to fetch to an array of properties that we care about. So by doing array with objects, we can say that we only want to receive the name, the city, the state, and the country. So that may save a few CPU cycles if we're not pulling in the website, phone number, latitude, longitude, and uh, the details, which actually is a paragraph of text. So we can save ourselves a little bit of memory there. Next, we're gonna set the fetch batch size and we're gonna set that to 40. So it's gonna request 40 records at a time and it's not gonna overload your memory by selecting the entire database at once. Next is setting the sort descriptors to an array of sort descriptors. So let's create an NS sort descriptor, sort by name. And we'll use the name key and say that it's ascending. Okay, our fetch request is ready to go. Now we just need to create our fetched results controller. For the managed object context, we'll access that from our beers data model. And we'll use the main context from there since we're dealing with the main thread. Now for the section name key path, we're not going to use any sections here. So I'm going to use nil here and nil for the cache as well. Finally, we're going to tell it to perform the fetch, and if there are any errors, we'll report them here. For now, I'm going to assume there are none. Okay, at this point, we have our fetch results controller, and it has some data. Now, to configure our table view, we have to provide the number of sections, and this is actually very easy. We can return our fetch results controller sections count to return that. For the number of rows in each section, we can pull back an NS fetched results section info uh, protocol based object and we'll call that section info and that is going to be the fetch results controller sections object at index section and then we can return section info number of objects so that's easy enough and then finally in our cell in our cell for road index path we need to bind this cell to a brewery. So we're going to uh, pull this out of our fetched results controller by using objected index path. And it automatically knows what objects are in what sections. And then we can do some formatting on here to pull out the cells text. Okay, so here I've got a little bit of formatting so that it uh, will format states and countries properly. So the last thing I'll change here is to change this to the style of subtitle, and we'll go ahead and run it. 
And you can see here that we have a bunch of uh, breweries in our, in our table. If we inspect the log behind here, we can see that it fetched a bunch of records. And if I scroll, you can see it fetches the next page and the next page. And it just keeps doing this, and it's pretty transparent to the user. You can actually fetch things really, really quickly because it's fetching such a small amount of data at a time. Now you do want to keep these things really small because it still is a database query, but it's uh, it's being done for bite-sized chunks. So the last thing you have to do to make this automatically respond to when you uh, import new data, when the background context saves, you want the foreground context to refresh the data. To do that, we can go into our viewed load method, and we can utilize our NS Notification Center. And we can add ourselves in as an observer for our context did save. And the name of that notification is NS Managed Object Context Did Save Notification. And we can watch that on any object. Now we just need to implement this method. So we're going to call dispatch async again. Jump back to the main thread. And now we're going to access our main thread context from our beers data model. And then we're just gonna tell that to merge the changes from the contexted save notification, and we can just pass that in. And once the main context is done merging changes, we can uh, simply tell it to load the breweries again, and tell our table view to reload the data. Now to see this in action, we actually have to uh, delete our application so that we can see this run from the first load. So let's go ahead and stop that, go back to the iPhone simulator and delete our application. This will clear the database and we'll run it again so we can start with the scratch database and we'll do the import. And this time it should actually automatically refresh the table with the updated contents. And there you go. So we covered a lot here in this episode today, and I hope you found it useful. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.